<laughs> Welcome, friends. We're here for another special episode with none other than Tate James. Or it's not Tate. Not sure. Depends who you talk to. But how are you going, Tate? <laughs> no, I'm doing good. Doing good. Definitely, definitely Tate today. <laughs> so we are here today to talk about Honey Trap, which, uh-huh. by the way, we freaking loved, obviously. I mean, that goes unsaid. Um, now, we obviously, you know, didn't know who it was about. There were a lot of theories. There are a lot of theories out there um, on the internet. You can't always believe them, though. <laughs> Especially in particular face group pages as well. There's a lot of theories going around. and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so it was about Denny and Leon. And a few additional characters that we find out about. I guess my most surprising thing was with Leon. He's such mm. he's such a little, uh, you know, say, they say the quiet ones that you have to look out for. I mean, he's legit like this techie guy. And then all of a sudden, he's like a master assassin. He's just showing up all over the place. Like, he's just really a master of all trades, isn't he? You don't expect it from him. Well, he is, but that's because um, the Leon that you met initially is not Leon. It's not really him. Mm. Yeah, no, it's his. It's like a undercover persona. Yeah, and also um, he. But the funny thing about it is, I think he's like this master of all trades. He's got like you know all these skills, but then he gets real offended when anybody thinks he's just a techie. <laughs> it's like I beg like your pardon but seriously like haven't you noticed my skill level yeah. like I'm well above that he gets, gets a bit butthurt yeah he does <laughs> no one can know and he can't no. tell that but he yeah I love he expects yeah. them to know yeah 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 Obviously. like he's he's doing his job so well that mm. they are surprised that he's more than just a techie um, but he's also very offended that they don't think that highly of him <laughs> yeah. I love that I love that yeah. from him. But Danny is like, so I guess like each of the series that you read, like, because obviously you write badass female characters, but each in this kind of world, we, which starts kind of from MK, um, each of the each of the female characters kind of graduated to a next level. So you moved on to Hades from MK. She's like this fearless you know gang leader then you move on to Danny and she's just kind of like next level badass active mercenary from age eight you know she's 28 she's been like out there kicking ass for 20 years legit from a child um and she's become like a little bit desensitized to a lot of things as well because that's just the training she's been put through you know in terms of like especially in terms of sex that that's just like a part of her job now. She doesn't even really, you know, see that as anything else. Initially, it starts to change throughout the book, but like you feel like kind of sorry for her in that respect that she's kind of, yeah, just so desensitized to it that, well, that is my job. Like I have to, that's what I use all the tools yeah. at my disposal and that is one of them, um, especially because Leon, <laughs> who becomes a stalker, um <laughs> that's one I'm word sorry. for it it's one word for it I, it is I feel like it's apt <laughs> um because I'm trying to think of a different word I can't I can't think of it. no and I actually do love that about him as well because he's so professional at <laughs> all times like he's got so much like you know the, all these personas like locked down but then he gets this one call off her while she's on a job and he's just like bam just sucked yeah. right into her radar and just like yeah. following her all the places getting put on her cases <laughs> and I like how he's like just so like he lies to himself he's like look um yeah look I've just got, like I put a bar on her being able to be assigned to me as a techie um but then she he just shows up to her job and he's like yeah the other guy couldn't make it so (laughs) he's busy busy, so I'm here for the job um and that whole hotel scene was like hilarious like firstly you know she's strapping on a gun and he's like damn that's hot and I can understand that (laughs) 
because mm. I think I've explained this before. That is like, you know, I whole gun yeah. in the back of the waistband, thigh holes. Mm. When I, when I was it. reading this straight away, I was like, oh my God, Amanda's totally going to be just thinking she's going on that. Like she's living vicariously through Denny right now. <laughs> I'm just getting turned on by Denny at that point. I'm like, oh, that is hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's and I was excited that it was Denny that was that was the female in this because when you meet her in MK, just for that split second, but straight away you're like, oh, she sounds nice. <laughs> she was yeah. so feisty. Yeah. She's like, yeah. sorry, uh, did you think I was going to be a guy? Because, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's usually what they are. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so in the, the hotel room, he's like all, you know, getting turned on like a, like a teenager. And so he's trying to claim back control. He's like, I'm going to go have a shower leave the door open she doesn't fucking look at me and he's so pissed off <laughs> she doesn't look. Look all of this under this that he's she doesn't so know look at me. yeah he's so offended <laughs> but i love then we jump to denny's uh perspective and she's like thank god for peripheral vision meanwhile <laughs> she's just been checking him out the whole time and he's got no she's idea like, <laughs> Damn, he's ripped for a tech dude. <laughs> and she keeps going back to that too. She's just like, oh man, like he seems to have a few more skills, but oh well, I must have just done a few side courses on the on the way through his tech training. <laughs> well, I mean, in her defense, like it wouldn't be uncommon for the tech bunnies to have that little bit of extra training in case they did get into shit. This is um, true. This is true. You know, they need to so, be prepared. Yeah. But she's all like, okay, she's got to seduce this guy and get information. And next minute, you know, she's out in, you know, this little like outside area. This guy gets a bit handsy and, um, you know, Leon repels down the side of the building and just kills him. <laughs> I know, and she's like... How did he get here though? Oh, sorry, Leon, sorry, repels down and he gets him off her there, but then he just goes up and kills him in his bedroom. Like, yeah. yeah, he does. I suppose, yeah. look, I don't, I'm not meant to do this, but yeah, this guy really annoyed me. Um, so I'm just going to pop up there. I mean, whatever. Oh, so fucking yeah. hot, honestly. I can't. I know. Like <laughs> but I do love how she's like at that point, I wonder how he got down here so quickly. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> He's just real fast at going down all the stairs. Yeah. That elevator, lightning quick. It was like, it okay. was, nobody else got on on the way like down. Schindler? Schindler or Otis <laughs> elevators? <laughs> oh, my God. So Actually, I have, I have a friend that works for Schindler elevators. <laughs> <laughs> just maybe, is that like a research question? Like, how fast yeah. would it take you to get go? down there? No, that's not quick enough. All right. Look, he's got to repel. He's got to <laughs> repel out the window there. That's not working for me. Um, but obviously, like, he's gone over to see her. She's um, been kind of getting sabotaged on her job. She thinks that the circle um, of the mercenary guild is trying to kill her. And so she's trying to get information as well as taking the jobs because they're not allowed to turn yeah. down jobs, really, if they're given well, you know, they're allowed to take like, is it two sick days of jobs or something? Like, but she doesn't want to take her sick days. Yeah, she's storing yeah. them up for maybe yeah. some yeah. long service leave or something down the track. Yeah. Um, so she's looking into that. But she gets assigned this job to go after Malachi. Mm-hmm. And Leon's like, no, don't take it. This is a death sentence. Nobody comes back from it. And at this point, he's getting a bit, like maybe she's onto something here. Maybe someone is trying to get her killed because yeah. as we find out at the end of the book, he's a part of the circle and he prob- he's looked into this. There's no like kill order on her. So he's like, no, like it's fine. And he's like, oh, maybe, maybe there's something going on behind the scenes here. Yeah. So of course she's like, yes, I'm doing this because, you know, she's Danny. Um, and she's, he's like, well, I need to be a part of it now. This club scene and the following scenes, like, oh, my God. Firstly, I was not prepared. Um, You know, firstly, for Leon's jealousy, like, she's mid-job and he's just like, no, this is stopping. (laughs) Just stops her mid-stride over to Malachi's sister. And um, then 
you know. By the way, like, I'm totally cool for Danny to hook up with her this whole book. I'm cool with that. Like, with my, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hot. For sure. I would be there for that as well. Yes. Anyway. Oh, continue. <laughs> I know, poor Mo. She doesn't have any friends who aren't trying to get to she her brother. Just, she just really wanted a friend that wasn't using her as a stepping stone. Oh, she only wants a friend. Oh. oh. <laughs> but poor old Denny. You know, well, poor old Mo. Denny's like the same idea. I'm going to go through the sister and get in yeah. here. Yeah. Somehow she ends up in an abandoned house and Kai's oh, like, you're trying to. God, thank God that happened. You're trying to get me. Now, this whole scene, my God. <laughs> like, how, how great is it that Shadow Grove just has all those convenient abandoned houses? It's really convenient. Um, yeah. It really works for me. <laughs> yeah. And I just love this whole play out because, like, honestly, firstly, you've got Kai who's all, like, you know, interrogation mode. This person has been sent for me. This is an undercover agent. And then she's literally, like, a chameleon the whole way she's just changing her tactic like okay I need to be hard or maybe I should be the whimpering like save me person and then like they get to this point where there's like you know all this sexual tension and she gets a bit too into it and he's like no she's an undercover agent again she's like right well I guess I'll run don't run out the door that's right there like it's fully calculated run this way so he'll think <laughs> yeah, I'm an idiot he'll think I'm an idiot and yeah. so she runs that way and because only an get, idiot only an idiot doesn't go to the door and try right? to run upstairs right <laughs> like in the scream um horror movie yeah. you know she's going yeah. for the upstairs obviously drew, yeah, yeah Danny draws a lot of ideas from bad horror movies <laughs> yes but my god that stair scene was so good like she's like so calculated as well like I fell on the stairs I turned over I lifted my leg to the side knowing the slit in my dress would go up a little bit and capture his <laughs> attention and he's just all like yes she's like please let me accident. go I'll give you anything <laughs> he's like anything right here's my gun <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is Leon in her you know so good that is the favorite part I think this where, where he, she's like oh he I think is it Kai says I that she, or she says I'm soaked and he's like oh I'm shocked I'm shocked <laughs> he's, so and he's so pissed at her as well he's like I fucking hate you like, I cannot yeah. believe this is happening while I'm listening to it all. Meanwhile, because yeah. she's running through the warehouse like, don't you dare come from me. I've got this under control. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> But I love that she's also practical because while he is using his gun in a sexual manner on her, she's like, this is fantastic, but also I am going to have to get a clean out because I'm sure these guns are really dirty. Um, yeah. Her thought process is very logical. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's very on point, is always thinking about everything. Unfortunately, though, during this exchange, um, you know, in the in the um, choking section when he's choking her with its appendage, uh, <laughs> her earpiece falls out onto the ground. I mean, these things happen. It was a very... Um, it was rough. It, it was, was very rough. rough. Yeah. And you can't help those things at the time. Oh. And unfortunately, Kai saw it and was like, damn, I have been played well. And he's like, I'm going to kidnap her. Again, he did think to lie to himself as to why he was kidnapping her because, you know, everyone else he killed. But for some reason he decided to take her back to his secret um, villain island. (sighs) Um, His villain island. Well, I mean, that's what I feel like he is. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's his evil lair. It's his evil lair. I love that he has a villain eye. Yeah, he has an evil lair. It's the best. Um, yeah. So he is obviously um, a gun runner. They call him Ares, or he calls himself the God of War. And um, he's also got like a weird, well, sorry, I don't know if he does or not. We're putting it two, two and two together that like he's got something to do with Layla. Um, and he kind of doesn't actually mention her name as opposed to saying like that he killed somebody without giving them benefit of doubt we're like is that her how is this connected um but anyway they take her to this evil lair and we're like right okay she's down there getting 
tortured. I'm putting this in, <laughs> I'm putting this in quotation marks because this was some of my favorite moments when she's legit getting tortured and in her mind she's like, wow, they are really terrible at this. <laughs> like you can tell that they have not done this for a while. I'm gonna have to like put the appropriate responses out there so they think they're like, doing a good oh, job. Ouch. Ouchie. Yeah. That really hurt. Like you know how like you know how sometimes women have to fake an orgasm? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. She has to fake the torture response. Yeah. Yeah. Just to make them feel like they were really doing a good job. She wanted to give them like, you know, to be fair, she was stroking their egos. Like they should be thankful because when they came out, like, you know, they felt like they'd done a real good job. Meanwhile, she's just like giggling inside. Like, oh my God, (laughs) so bad. Looks so bad. I like the with the it was with the needles and she's like, hmm, that's cute. But like you didn't do it. So there are a couple of little Easter eggs throughout that we um get. So we get a little bit about Persephone and the fact that she isn't as innocent as she seems. Obviously, because we've got to get her um, you know reverse harem with Reg's sons but anyway and then um (laughs) we also get a bit about her two friends Danny's two friends so one of them is Jude and the librarian and the other one is Sabine who is undercover like what the yeah um so I'm very interested to find out more about that that's quite exciting Mm. So obviously Leon's going out of his mind, not because he cares about Danny, but just because, you know, it's a serious circle matter that he's following up. It's got nothing to do with his um, affection for her. At all. Nothing. No. <laughs> and, you know, he all, he's always showing up, like shooting, shooting at planes and showing up to like gun. Oh, yeah, that's and- hot. <laughs> like, so like who is this dickhead? Who is this psychopath? <laughs> Clearly she's <laughs> undercover. He's everywhere. <laughs> So they keep her on this island for a while and they're all like, look, torturing her is not getting through. We're going to have to play the long game and pretend that we are trusting her. And so, of course, this relationship begins with Kai, which was so hot. And um, she's like, the whole time, yes, this is amazing, but also I'm going to escape soon from the island Um, and, you know, plotting her escape, but also not really wanting to escape Leon's in the background like hey Jude I need your help um and getting like jealous insanely jealous about um a plant mm. that he doesn't really know is a plant <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just my favorite um, by the way is Stanley I know and um anyway so they have to call in Carlos a Colombian drug runner who of course just happens to be everywhere Danny needs just supplying private planes and whatnot and she's like my opinion. yeah good, good friend, friend. yeah so she has to get off the island do a big like basically a bit of a triathlon really swim run you know she didn't yeah. get to the bike leg yet but she was probably going to get there soon <laughs> and um, <laughs> just cut off at the bridge um by Kai who was like look um I was following you the whole time <laughs> so I mean a bit disappointing really um for her because she put in a lot of legwork there she did she put in a lot of legwork and they probably just like cruised along the boat like I know they were like the serial killer in those shows it's walking behind the person that's running but going at the same pace like so frustrating they were like sipping champagne while they followed her on a boat and she's like (laughs) I know (laughs) swimming across the ocean like wow chick's got stamina (laughs) (laughs) But we get to the bridge scene, which is essentially like... Um, oh, here's another one of Amanda's fantasies. I, I know. <laughs> I would say like it, it's like an Ocean's Eleven type situation. That's what I like to try and picture it as. Like you've got them, cornered her, she's on the bridge conveniently, like in well-timed, might I say. Um, so well-timed. The speedboat comes obviously, under. Obviously. <laughs> she jumps into the speedboat. Mind you, cocky Leon has to do the bend down kiss whilst driving the speedboat no looking not looking not looking, not looking. no no riding off into the sunset which i loved and kai's like Who's, who is this fuck up because also like i want to take her out but i can't really because i'm kind of attached now um so <laughs> yeah they're just left watching on dumbfounded from the bridge like shit maybe we should have walked a bit faster behind her <laughs> caught her a little bit earlier <laughs> we left like, it too late 
two minutes earlier would have been a whole different story. Exactly. Yeah, they they took they the villain had to be dramatic. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like the villain monologue when they when yeah. they've got to have their monologue and they're just like, yeah, nah, screwed it up. So you know, they take off. Leon takes her back to his his house with the awesome bath, mind you. I really want that. Um, I you know. know that's an awesome bath. Yes, I did like that as well. <laughs> yeah. um, I'd also like to go there. It sounds like my type of place. It does yeah. sound good. Plus, you know, he has a pierced cock as well, so that's of course. I mean, there's also that. There is that. that. Um, mm. There, obviously, when they got finally got together, it was explosive. Only for like Leon to shut down like immediately after, like, oh shit did not get that out of my system like I thought I was going to. Uh, this is real fucking awkward. <laughs> right. I'm going to go get a beverage to think about it, um, which, of course, is when he gets the kill order. God, what are we going to do with him? I mean, but at the same time, Kai has somebody who's able to uncover that Leon is a circle member. Like, who is his contact? Like, that is high end. That is high end. So he's gone from like, I'm going to kill you because you're undercover trying to get me mode to I'm going to get you back from Leon and save your life, um, which is a, it was, it was a bright change. It was a little bit um, bipolar really, but you know, I guess the sex was good. You hmm. don't know what you've lost until it's gone. Yeah. This is true. That is what they say. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we are left with a lot of questions there about what's going on. I know you like to torture us. Is it a reverse harem? Is it a threesome? Are they all going to take each other Will out? Will Leon run die? Away with Sabine? I don't know. Leon. Um, Is Leon going to die? I'm thinking Leon's going to die. <laughs> she had this theory. She's like, no, I'm, re- I'm pretty sure based off some answers that Tate gave in different it's lives so that she's going to kill She's going to kill one of them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And I'm going to go with Leon and, yeah, yep. That would be a real shock factor, wouldn't it? It would be a shock factor. What if I I killed Stanley? Mm. Oh, that would be heartbreaking. That would hit her deep. That would hit her real fucking deep. Real deep. (laughs) Like, I I really feel like standout character of the series, fan favourite, Stanley the Plant. Stanley is a fan (laughs) favourite. (laughs) like i feel like i feel like if leon died or if kai died or if danny died everyone would be like oh sad Mm. but understandable but if i kill stanley you would get a lot of hate mail for that so much i yeah but do it i'm there yeah i i I can't stand plants at the best (laughs) i mean stanley is the exception to the rule (laughs) Yeah, obviously. Uh, imagine the backlash. Yep. Imagine it. Yeah. Um, and, and leading on from that, like, are you gonna torture Leon until like the end of book three if he remains alive? Um, with Stanley's identity. <laughs> Look, Leon does uncover Stanley's um uh identity at some stage. Mm. okay i would like him to be tortured with it what about this plot twist leon kills stanley leon frequently thinks about killing stanley (laughs) well he does he does actually does it like but real graphic like rips his leaves off and everything oh shit he tortures the plant (laughs) it would be no redeeming him never (laughs) Never. he's definitely out at that point like he's done he's done with you writing off (laughs) um another question was will kai's team ever learn a proper torture technique i mean does danny (laughs) train them (laughs) not um, <laughs> there's no saving them either i think you can't teach an old dog new tricks this is the um, thing i think they're too cocky aren't they they're too cocky they wouldn't take her advice even if she offered it which yeah. she's not really inclined to like although it wasn't personal and she was letting them torture her she's also not going to be like 
besties with them and particularly with Sam because his wasn't like strategic torture he was just unleashing rape on it on an innocent woman um that look there's going to be a little bit of resentment there yeah I can see that I can see that I mean I'd be holding a grudge that's for sure yeah yeah like I would too like yeah I understand why you did it and you know I'm far from perfect I kill people for a living however hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm entitled to hold my grudges and I will I yeah will. yeah so she's yeah she's definitely not going to be you know um becoming besties with them anytime no. In the future. Mm. no she's not helping them out that's for sure no that's for sure like I mean, she might she might offer some professional pointers to um, to some of them, but Sam Sam probably steer clear. Yeah, he's he's irredeemable at that point in her eyes, yeah. I think, because he was he was an ass. So yeah, he's done. Yeah. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things, yeah. he's the ass. He's the ass. <laughs> so we got this question from rebecca um on facebook any updates on an audiobook for honey trap or if when the audiobook for dead drop is planned um honey trap mm. so, <laughs> so i ran into a whole series of issues with the audio for honey trap um i cast my narrators for it before i started writing the books because I knew I wanted to introduce this um, like Kiwi heritage character. Um, but obviously it's a very small country with an even smaller pool of audiobook narrators to choose from. Um, and I didn't want a fake accent for that character. So before I even started writing the book, um, I spoke to my audio production company and said, hey, this is the idea that I had for this next series and I want to lock in my narrator's before I go down that path of actually writing the, the characters, because if it's, if it's going to be too hard or it's not going to work, I will rethink the character and give him a British accent or something. Um, and we found a, a, a narrator who was perfect. Like his voice was perfect. His, you know, accent and everything was perfect. So he's actually from New Zealand. Um, and we got him like booked in probably in June last year um and then three days before they were due to start recording he pulled out that sucks yeah (laughs) and the only the only reason given was oh he's read read over the script and doesn't think it's the right project for him which to me immediately I was like oh my god it's a terrible book um (laughs) dealt with that um, and then after speaking to some other narrators, um, I came to the understanding that um, a lot of like male narrators in particular won't touch um, anything with explicit sex scenes. Right. Yeah, um, I kind of thought that might have been the reason. <laughs> <laughs> Not that it's a terrible book. <laughs> no. <laughs> so then... So then we ran into the problem that there were no other options. There was no second option um, to cast for Kai's role. Um, And we went through a whole stack of different um, auditions and none of them were were quite hitting right. Um, And I had a chat with a couple of um, Kiwi friends and one of them said to me, look, why don't you cast an Australian? Like it's not the same, but, you know, it's close and Americans probably won't know the difference. um and you know if he you know if he's an actor surely he'll be able to like get the New Zealand accent a lot easier than say somebody from America or the UK or whatever so we did a whole stack of auditions for Australian narrators which there are considerably more of than Kiwi narrators um and we picked one who I didn't love but it was kind of like the best of a bad bunch like and I just sort of said look if he could just tweak up a little bit more kiwi rather than aussie um then i think it could work turns out it did not work (laughs) oh no (laughs) but i didn't i didn't make that call until after they'd finished recording the entire book oh 
Oh, damn, that's that's hard. <laughs> so I listened to I listened to a couple of his chapters, and I was like, no, I can't. Like, I would rather scrap the entire audio book than put that out. Like, it didn't see. It right. just it just wasn't right. It just wasn't right. It sounded like for starters, it sounded like an Australian doing a parody of a Kiwi accent. Oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> And then, yeah, but even just, there was, there was no, um, like there was just no emotional, no inflection in his voice when he was, he was just reading the lines, like he wasn't really acting them. Yeah. Um, and I played a clip of it for, um, for Rachel on Instagram <laughs> and she goes, why have you got Kai's nice gardener playing his roles? <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right. Okay. Recast. <laughs> yeah. That's not going to work. So we went on a mission um, trying to find a backup because there were no backups. Um, and I started um, hunting through like voice over actors as opposed to voice actors. Yeah. Um, you know, like the people that do like ads like and stuff. TV and ad, yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah. next week on The Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I found a guy on there that I was like, his his pitch and his you know depth and everything is is perfect the accent is perfect you know um I just like if he can a if he can narrate and b if he will narrate this um which you know it took a little bit of hunting to get hold of him and everything and as it turns out he loved the script he loved the character he was super keen to do it his price wow but I said to them look can we just get a sample of him reading Kai's dialogue that you know will make this a little bit more palatable um if I know that he can actually um voice act because then I thought you know if the sample comes back and he sounds like he's doing a you know a bunning sausage sizzle ad then it's it's an easy no you know (laughs) but it's (laughs) (laughs) you know the one um Anyway, he sent he sent back a sample and oh my god, so good, so good. <laughs> on the one hand, you're like yes, and on the other hand, you're like oh damn, yeah, <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> so good. So I was just like, okay, fine, just just do it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's been he's been um, recording all the lines, and then there the production company needs to now like re-edit the entire book to. Um, to to replace and it, him. yeah. So it's it's a process. It's getting there, and I hope that um, audiobook listeners slash readers will um, will appreciate the change. Yeah. Um, I don't actually listen to audiobooks, so I don't know why I was being such a fusspot with it. But it is. I think um, people appreciate it because yeah, like I've seen comments from people saying like. You know, if they listen, like I haven't listened to an audio book either, but I've seen people say like they listen to it and it doesn't quite match what they think. And so they find it really hard to follow on. So I think the attention to detail will be appreciated for, for that. Yeah, definitely. When, when you were picking him, what, what scene did you send him to read? Like, do you have, (laughs) I sent him um, chapter 17. So just after he knocks Danny out. Yeah. 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 yeah, I I do love that one. That would be very easy for you to distinguish whether they can act or not. <laughs> yeah, because, because in that scene, um, he calls Eli. So he, he does Eli's lines as well. So I could yep. hear both of that and, um, yeah, did a really good job. And there's lots of, like, you know, strong language. Yes. <laughs> yes. In that chapter. So, yeah, no, he, like, one of the best I've heard in a long time. I love that. So this one's from Stephanie. If you were to wake up tomorrow as a guild member, what what would your um, what did she say? What would her what would your specialty be? Specialty be. I like this question to be honest. My specialty be in the guild. Hmm. Oh, um, I'd probably be in poisons. Yeah, separate department. I think it is a separate department. It's a pretty specialized department. You'd have to have like 
yeah 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 for sure I feel like I feel like that would be my my like niche would be yeah poisons mm. yeah I think that's good <laughs> and I mean you've got like you know you would have like a like access to all of the different people across the guild yeah. there because everybody's got a need for that so well, um, yeah and I mean I'm not particularly athletic um and code confuses me and um yeah. I don't know that I could um make it through a honey trap without laughing um, yeah I, I, or getting extremely angry on the other yeah. side of things like I'd get like yeah. really angry like how dare you think that you can just get this yeah no I would I think I would need to be behind the scenes uh, okay. providing poisons yeah. or like slipping poisons to people and never actually having to talk to them yeah, yeah I was gonna say so so you would do create the poison and also possibly administer it in a real stealthy yes. way where that didn't require you to be athletic yeah so you're not chasing people like, and I'm not you're probably like yeah, at a like cocktail not, party like slipping yeah. into a drink or something yeah. exactly like I'm not I'm not like doing acrobatic shit and flipping out windows and all that crap <laughs> yeah I'm just like cruising yeah. it slipping it in your drink and, and off we drop mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm there for that I get it yeah I get it yeah um okay so Beck would like to know if Leon bonds with Stanley if they find if they find a special bond if they find that special bond do they have a moment I think you'll probably need to wait until book three um if that ever comes about exclusive right there right there. exclusive yeah well we do know there yeah. that Leon at least survives until book three so that is an exclusive. Until, I can tell you now that there are no bonding moments between Leon and Stanley in book two. <laughs> um, until until he goes on a rage and, and tries to rip all of Stanley's leaves off. And yeah. tortures Stanley. He's alive until that point, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Heather would like to know, uh, why does your editor have to keep locking you up? Um, because I have the attention span of a uh, ant. <laughs> an ant. <laughs> I feel That's like ants would, ants would be very focused, actually. So probably not an ant. Like I feel like they have like singular, like get food, bring to queen. Like I feel yeah. like they're actually very focused individuals. So probably not an ant. <laughs> individual redo my thought process here right um get it, yeah, sorry sorry okay so sorry. not an end but i think but we've had a demonstration like- here about your um you know attention span because we've jumped out of the ants now we thought about ants now we've got to well, there you go <laughs> yep yeah so this is why i need to be locked up mm. Look, Beck and I often laugh about the fact because we're very similar in that effect. We call it the squirrel effect. The squirrel. Um, squirrel. Yeah, like squirrel. Yeah. Like, yeah, like that. I do often do that too. Yeah. yeah. So we get yeah. it. Like, have you seen um, that animated movie called Over the Hedge? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, um, the squirrel that gets like a bit of energy drink? Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's. So you like a squirrel? Yeah. That, that is me. Or I just have zero motivation that's the other side of it the thing the other thing is though that like i'm pretty confident um i found a tiktok doctor and he specializes Uh yeah in adhd and so basically he has diagnosed me over tiktok Um, and me too we've both been diagnosed through tiktok i I think apparently according to tiktok the entire adult population of the world has adhd so (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah i'm like i'm we're all all (laughs) yeah a hundred percent yeah yeah. Yep. yeah. So following on from that question, Beck did um, ask, does Heather Long bill a standard rate for locking you up or is that hazard pay? Mm. Mm. Standard rate. Yeah. Like a... <laughs> there's yeah. an actual like rate classification for that. <laughs> yeah. It's actually just like a part of her fee. Um... <laughs> and is that a flat fee? So it's just a flat, a flat fee. Well, she has to, it depends on how much effort she needs to put in. Yeah. It does, it does depend on Scale. level yeah. of effort. Yeah. So yeah. It, we, we, yeah. 
difficulty yeah. levels they go up, they go up in rate classification she does like an all-inclusive editing service that does include locking me uh out of facebook um there you go that, oh, yeah. i mean i did see her bill um and yeah. you know i think you're pretty privileged to be working with a gift master so. a gift master hand holder um yeah, yeah. yeah exactly so yeah. like you know lucky is what i call you mm. yeah extremely lucky extremely lucky <sighs> Yes. So Kristen says, um, yeah, what do we have to do to get you and CM Strunich to finish those pesky series I have half read? Um, <laughs> at the moment, I have, <laughs> I think it's just, it's just a matter of our schedules not aligning. Um, and also they were, they were never, our unfinished ones were never particularly um, great sellers so um, although we like to say you know we're artists and we follow the art and not the money and all the rest of it but we do still have mortgages to pay and you know so I think what I'm getting from that is that what she has to do is essentially blow those books up all over TikTok <laughs> all over Instagram once they go viral you've got no choice <laughs> pretty much but like <laughs> When, when when books don't sell well, it also tells us that readers don't like it. Yeah. Um, and it's very hard to stay motivated on a storyline that readers oh, aren't liking. Hmm. So, yeah. you know, we it's not it's not just a matter of, oh, it needs to make money, so I make money. It's more a matter of I need people to to be really resonating with the story and with these characters for me to still feel engaged and interested yeah. in their storyline. Definitely. You know? And, like, and, and I think like if, if a series isn't getting good traction with readers, then A, you probably missed the mark somewhere and B, it's very hard to maintain your own interest in them because you're like, oh, you're constantly going, oh, what have I done wrong here? Yeah. Mm. And I think that's um actually a really good lesson for anybody like, or I guess something to take into consideration when people say, oh, I'm not going to read you know that until the full series is out because firstly it gives the author an indication as to how much you know um you know need is for that book out there how much desire there is for that book out there but as you say the second side of it is the actual motivation like yeah. the more people engage with it the more people read those books even if it's saying oh my god that fucking ending you know at least yeah. it's yeah. it's you know enough to give you motivation to work through the next project and get that next book done so it's I think yeah. really important that people do that and also you know you know leave reviews or promote it or whatever in their own way on um social media mm. for sure I could never wait for a series to be completed oh no I'm way too um yeah mm. no demanding for that I need to have it right then and there no yeah whether the one book is out or what since it's out I'm, I'm getting it yeah I've got one that I, I've been I want to read I've been wanting, wanting to read it since Jan well no November and I just haven't had the chance here and it's killing me and I'm like the next one will be out before I freaking read this one. <laughs> yeah uh and the last question we did get through Facebook was from Rebecca and that is what is your current and or next project so we're working on dead drop uh no dead drop's finished dead drop is finished well actually <laughs> yeah. that's right because yeah, it's, it's, heather messaged us because she's like oh you you're gonna get tape back over like no she's locked up you've locked her up, you locked her up. yeah <laughs> that, that's right and we've got them uh the arcs are going out for that in early march right uh, you're funny <laughs> <laughs> early march good try though look i was just waiting i keep checking my inbox like maybe she'll maybe i'll get to come through early <laughs> so i'm working on kill order yeah and i'm working on oh i had to i had to finish dead drop early because i had locked in my audiobook uh schedule for yep. it they could fit me in at the end of february so i had to get it to them by then um so I'm working on Kill Order and I'm also working on the first book of a new series that I'm working on with Jamin. Ooh, I'm excited. Um, well, firstly, Kill Order. Love that name. Um, yeah. And secondly, new project. The Kill Order out on Stanley. 
my god, it is. We're obsessed with this plot line. (laughs) She's gonna have to write like a little side note that you can just add in at the back of the book about like you know an alternate ending where Stanley's under the cube order. This is what would happen. (laughs) Stanley saves everyone. Oh my gosh. By releasing a poisonous toxin into the room. (laughs) So we're on to something here. So this Jamin project is this mm. t- tight-lipped. There's nothing coming out there. Look, it's 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 relatively tight-lipped. Um, we have told people so far that it's a four-book series. That's five. This is four. <laughs> <laughs> this is a four-book series. Thank um, you for clarifying. Yeah. Um, it's contemporary. Okay. It's reverse horror. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I'm sorry, but that is like massive because I know Jamin has expressed her explicit desire not to do that. So <laughs> good on you for bringing her into that. I yep. love that. Yeah, and you know what? I didn't even. I didn't even push. I did. I mean, I have previously pushed, um, <laughs> and I have made it known very clearly. That I would love for her to do that, but I didn't. I didn't push on this one. It was all on her. She came to me and said, "I think I'm ready to write." Oh my god! All right, I was like, "Fantastic! I'll open a document right now." (laughs) It's open. First chapter. I mean, you is one I already started. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. 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 But she was against it, so I guess we could say like it's a it's a re. uh, What do they call that? Well, no. the only, like the only reason she was she's not against it and she likes to read them. The only reason she was saying that she didn't want to write another one is because she always has a like a really clear preference um, yes. amongst the boys. Um, so we discussed um, in this particular harem giving every single member of the harem one of her favorite features. <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't get jealous of her own writing when the, when the person doesn't pick somebody she's like why didn't you pick him <laughs> yeah so I figure if I if we spread out all of her favorite features across then she can't pick one favorite one so this is true yeah that's a good plan that's a good plan oh my god I can't wait to read it I think it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> I, whether that's gonna work or not who knows but it's <laughs> like so far it's coming together all right <laughs> well, that's exciting so when is there like a plan for that release date or it's just um in, we you know, we don't have a date in mind at the moment. Our plan is actually to write the whole series before we release them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, so then you're going to release it all at once or kind of do a quick release schedule over the series? We're not 100% sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were thinking a quick release, but then um, we do also quite like the boost that like an outrageous cliffhanger will give. Um, yep. To- to our egos mainly um obviously that's the biggest part of it (laughs) we don't really want to miss out on any of that fun um so we're we're still in negotiation on how we're gonna how we're gonna structure that oh that's cool i'm excited but we've got the we've got the titles we've got the covers i mean look ready to go is that is that all the planning you did before Jamin and John. No. Like when she mentioned it, she's like, yes. <laughs> this is something I prepared earlier. Yeah. I've just come up with this right this minute. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was a collaborative process. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you know, there's certain authors that you just like don't really need to know anything about the book before you've already like gone it's on my list. So obviously we don't really need to know any details. We're just like awesome yeah that's really that's, that's on the list um tick gotta make space for that when the release date comes out put that release date down <laughs> what release date down <laughs> no, i'm saying when it comes out like just put that that's down right. it's already it's already blocked into Noted. the schedule by then yep oh my god okay this is a fun questions um what is your most used emoji my most used emoji. Let me check. Hang on. Hang on. Let me bring up my WhatsApp. Is it the oh, eggplant? It's not the eggplant. Oh, um, 
it's the like it's the little smirking face oh my god I love that face I use it so much (laughs) everything is smirking (laughs) it's the little it's the little smirking face and um you'll be pleased to know that like fourth on my list is the plant emoji (laughs) (laughs) I am and I feel like people that are listening really needed that information as well like they needed that validation that you've got clearly I've been right amount of respect for Stanley I've been discussing Stanley a lot in my messages lately. Um, mm-hmm. Fantastic. My other very frequently used one is like the thinking face. Yeah. Oh, I do that all the time yeah. too. I'm always like this. Yeah. 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 Or the panting. Yeah. All this. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't use the panting one. Um, but I do, I do quite frequently use like the, the, the squinting one. This. <laughs> Is that, that one. are they all to Heather? Yes. She's locked, you into the, she's locked you in the cage and you just send the squinting one back to her. Yeah. Or I'll do that, like, if she'll be like, um, when she's helping me, when she was helping me plot out um, Kill Order yesterday, um, I gave her, like, a very brief um, summary of, like, the, the sort of three sections of the book. And she was like, she repeated it back to me in much more detail and basically told me that it was going to be a 200,000 word book. And so she just got a whole, a whole string of. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm sorry, but it's going to work and (laughs) you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, What do you think of garden gnomes? I like them so long. I just love are. the fact that she's so serious about it too. She's <laughs> taking it seriously. It's, yeah. I'm loving this. I, I like them in context. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I don't like, like a whole I don't like like the, garden the, full. Not like the traditional, like, here's a gnome and he's just standing in your fucking garden. <laughs> With a like, little shovel. <laughs> I have, I have, uh, I have garden gnomes, um, mm-hmm. but they are being eaten by Godzilla. Okay, right. So, so I we're have, making, I, we're playing out a scene. I technically have a Godzilla gnome who has like armfuls of little gnomes and one hanging out his mouth. Of course. So, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking loving this. <laughs> so, you know, like funny gnomes, absolutely. fucking lootly. Yep. traditional gnomes that just look a bit creepy no no a bit they creep no. me yeah they're definitely creepy the traditional no, ones no. Like, yeah you know, like give me a gnome that's like peeing on some flowers yes <laughs> yeah a gnome that's just fucking standing there staring at your visitors when they arrive I know. no with their little wheelbarrow no. like what are you putting in that little wheelbarrow like, yeah bodies obviously <laughs> bodies. Little, little gnome bodies like body <laughs> parts <laughs> If there were little gnome body parts in the wheelbarrow, yeah. absolutely. Flowers. <laughs> She's there for it. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I know. Oh yeah. my God, I'm loving this. Yep. It's the best. I'm just like wanting to look up all the specialty gnome stores now and see what's available out there, to be <laughs> yeah. honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like my search history is going to be so fucking weird like this year after all these different questions. <laughs> like so specialty weird. gnomes peeing on flowers. <laughs> Serial yeah. killer gnome. Serial <laughs> yeah. killer gnome. Yeah, with little body parts. Uh, which <laughs> plants let out poisonous emissions that could kill a whole room? Just yeah. like, you know. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm there for it. Okay. What three celebrities, dead or alive, would you like to have a sleepover with and what would they bring? That depends. Is it a dirty sleepover? It can be whatever type of sleepover you want it to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like a like a leave your clothes at the door kind of sleepover. I don't like even it's... think wear clothes at all sleepover. No. Rock up naked. Um look, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Henry Cavill in there. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh I've Hate just it. finished the Witcher. Not su- not Superman, Henry Cavill. Mm. The Witcher. The Witcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, please. Like I am so there for him. Like, how oh. odd is he in that? Um, Heather sent me um, a meme earlier today about how Henry Cavill in sweatpants is the blueprint for all book boyfriends everywhere. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Googling. Yeah. Um, Googling this shit right now. 
Oh yeah, I, I saw the same oh. meme. I mean, it's already yep. come up on my screen. Obviously, it knows what I like. There you go. See? So I'd go Henry Havel. I'd go Stephen James. Oh, yes. Yep. Thank you. That's your original book boyfriend. <laughs> um, and, ooh, the choice. I'd probably go Robert Downey Jr., to be honest. Oh, really? yeah, I think, yeah. I think yeah. he's like, yeah, he's got that as, sex appearance. As Iron Man. Like mm. as I was going to say, Star. as Iron Man, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. He's just got that, he's got the top, he's got the level of sarcasm that I am just there for. He's playful, mm. he's cocky, you yeah. know, he's always got the one-liners available. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. He'd be a good moderator for the, for the, for the um, scenes. Or um, instigator. Uh, yeah yeah no that's true that's true but yeah. I feel like it'd be a real good some reason I just feel like it'd be a real good like like switch from you know playful and serious to like you put that there take yes. a type thing type situation yeah. like like a bit uh, dom in the situation yeah. what do you think you yeah. think he's a bit dom yeah because he's a bit of a leader is that why you think yeah I feel like he'd be like yeah you know you're yeah. gonna take him good type thing yeah. And he would he would switch really quick. Like you would think yeah, he'd be joking and you'd be laughing along and he'd be like, no, I'm serious. Yeah. No, you will take it. Yeah. I get I get <laughs> take that. it all. Yeah. I get that. You get it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've totally. actually had to like rethink my three. Um but Eminem, I'm just gonna throw him out there. Like, I don't know. Oh like Eminem like- from the Super Bowl, like he was spot there. I mean, I don't know. He's, He's aged, aged well. well. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just gonna put that out there. I don't um, know. Did you see his Super Bowl performance? I did. Yeah, I did. He definitely, out of all of the aging performers, was the thing stand out. The beard. Mm. Yeah, sucker for a beard. Yeah, yeah. But what were they bringing to this sleepover? See that? See that was total squirrel moment. What <laughs> bringing to this sleepover? What are they bringing? Yeah. I mean, like alcohol for yep. starters. Yeah. Um, I feel like Tony would come with toys. Toys, like, yeah, obviously. He, he would have the most amazing Hacky gadgets. Toys. Oh, the gadgets would be great. You wouldn't even know. Like, they would be so discreet, I reckon, too. Like, like would Jarvis attend? Because Oh, Jarvis is like, yes, he'd have to attend. <laughs> he's got like, that he's like a bonus. <laughs> he would be like a bonus member of, of the sleepover because he's not technically a person. Yeah, um, yeah. But he has to be there to, I think, control the toys. Exactly. Yeah, I yeah. get that. Mm-hmm. So I feel, you know, like that's a that's a two for one right there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's two for one. Mm. You need to capitalize on the sleepover as much as you can. Absolutely. So, yeah. 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 No, that I is. I mean, right. it sounds it sounds real good. Um, that's like a party. <laughs> so and they good. Party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh love that well thanks for chatting i know you know you've only just come out of your your cave so all this chatting is probably quite exhausting for you it it is yeah (laughs) i mean that's why i'm like that's why i'm day drinking so and you know well have you just a good day have you discovered these yet oh hang on no, my Captain Margaret Tropical. Is that what it yeah. is? No. Yeah. What is it? Is it rum? It is. Um, I love rum. It's mango and pineapple spice rum. Oh, yum. I it's mean, no, I have it. That sounds is a bit like, Where did you get it from? Dan's. Dan's. Oh, it's at Dan's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I might have to go and check it yeah, out. Yeah, it's at Dan's. And you can also get like um, Bacardi premix mojito cans. Oh. I love that. Have you seen the pina colada ones? They come in like a goon box. They're actually so good. They're actually so good. I can't remember which one I had. It just was like, I don't know. The the pina colada one was really good. Um, I don't know about the other flavors, but yeah. It might have been the margarita one was a bit gross. Yeah, I I found like the the Smirnoff blood blood orange ones taste great. Not enough alcohol. Yeah, Yeah. that's the thing. You don't want to be doing that. It's a waste. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Although Beck and I did have a um a glass of wine um the other day. Oh sorry, two glasses of wine each, and we were just wasted. It was um, so, so ridiculously strong. Yeah, and I don't know if it actually was though. 
<laughs> well, yeah, maybe we're lightweights now. So in yeah. all fairness, we hadn't eaten for many hours. This is true. I mean, that'll do it. <laughs> this is true. I mean, we did have. We didn't have husbands at home, so it was fun. yeah, yeah, not not yeah. Anyway, always good fun. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for chatting and thanks for having me. Read Dead Drop when it's when the arts come out in early March. Yeah, it will be out soon. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs>